Welcome back to week 10 of the Fantasy Football Formula. This is our NFL betting show. We're going to go game by game, give you our favorite picks uh, of the week. We each have five picks. Last week went three and one with our locks. Um, so, I mean, do you guys have anything to say before we get into it? Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah. it's pretty nice when when you can uh, hit your lock basically at halftime. So um, not even a sweat in the Bears-Dolphins over. Love to see it. Yeah, yeah Jaguars. Uh, I'm sorry. I, I broke our perfect record for lock. Missed to the uh, Vikings game by a half point. That I guess that's what I get for, uh, you know, talking all that trash last week, saying I'm like Jordan Belford out here <laughs> with the picks. But <laughs> How it goes sometimes, Vegas knows. <laughs> no. True. But we'll get right into it. Uh, starting at Thursday Night Football, we have the Falcons going to play the Panthers. Uh, short week. Nick, what do you got here? This is, your yeah, lock. This is my lock of the week. What? Go ahead. <laughs> this is my lock of the week. Uh, going with Marcus Moneyman. Uh primetime game Thursday night Falcons have been slept on all year and uh to see minus three points glad it doesn't have that half right now I'm uh, <laughs> taking it because uh Panthers are probably the worst football team in the NFL right now uh I think at halftime last week they had seven total passing yards so uh not a very powerful powerful offense there and uh we see Cordell Patterson came back in the game, scored a quick touchdown. Um, so love to see him healthy. He's a big playmaker. Yeah, ended the day with two. So um, obviously they're happy to have him back. And I think um, they're even going to keep uh, the alligator, Tyler Algier, back in uh, back in that backfield. So, um, you know, I think they got run-heavy offense against the Panthers, should do pretty well. Um, uh, divisional matchup here, uh, liking this one for the Falcons kind of chasing that first place spot in the uh, NFC South too. So I think they're going to go into this game pretty tough. Yeah. I'm on the complete opposite side of that game. Uh, I'm taking the Panthers plus three here. I don't think there's much of a difference between these two teams. They're both bad teams uh, and you're getting three points against a bad team on a short week. Uh, this is, I absolutely love this spot was debating for this to be my lock on the opposite side of you, Nick, but uh, I have another one I'm a little more confident in. Uh, but, yeah, I love the Panthers in this spot. Uh, I think DJ Moore could have – last last time they played the, the Falcons, DJ Moore had that crazy catch at, at the end of the game. Um, I think this is going to be more of an under game, like just not a lot of offense, um, but I still think like – DJ Moore, Terrence Marshall could have a big gay, big game. Yeah, and they're still yeah, rolling Terrence out PJ Marshall's Walker. Yeah, they're out. still rolling out PJ Walker. Which is I don't understand that. Yeah, they probably should go back to Darnold. Probably they traded for him. Yeah. So probably should use something that you gave away. So yeah, but yeah, the Panthers plus three. Love it. All right. Next game we have the Seahawks. The <laughs> Gino is just on fire right now. Like just comeback player of the year favorite has to be right now. Um, he's going. I, I, I keep going. 
Do you disagree with what I how, just said? How can he be a comeback player? That most improved. Most improved. Yeah. Or most improved. Okay. Whatever. One of those awards, whatever he fits the category for. I mean, <laughs> it is comeback when you're not, when you go from not playing to to doing what he's doing, whatever they're going to play. He's not doing well, Corey. What's the hesitation? No, I'm not saying he's not doing well. I'm just saying, okay, well, he, he should be the leading candidate for one of those two awards and should probably win it unless he just completely tanks the rest of the year. Um, But yeah, they're going to play the bucks. Um, The the bucks are favored by two and a half. Uh, Corey, I have a feeling it's based off of this, just what no, happened. no, I, I, I like what the Seahawks are doing this year. I really do. Um, this game's actually being played in Munich, Germany. Oh, yeah. Germany. Uh, this right. is, uh, this is a Germany game. Eight yeah. thirty start time. So yep. set your clocks early. We have football from eight o'clock till eight uh, o'clock. Old man Brady got to wake up in the morning. If yeah, um, hey, maybe he'll find himself a nice German girl, and his game will be back. <laughs> you never know. Very well, good. <laughs> Uh, that's what I'm expecting. Uh, I'm taking the Bucks here minus two and a half. Um, I have liked what the Seahawks have done. No one expected them to be here at this point in time. They were expected to have. Uh, I think the over under was five and a half games uh, on the season, and they've already. They're one of the two teams that have topped that. Jets. Okay, thank you. Um, yeah, I just the thing about the Seahawks is that it, it's they're just so their defense is not like that good and they give up a lot of points and very good recently they've gotten better um but i think with what the uh bucks are doing um especially last week that comeback win was huge and i think that's a huge confidence boost to moving forward i mean can you imagine talking about the playoffs this year and not having tom brady in it yeah Um, i can i mean i i just don't see how that's happening i think they're it's one of the worst divisions right now in the nfl with two of the worst teams in it um, possibly three, possibly four. All these teams could suck. I mean, somebody's got to win that division, and I think the Bucks have the most complete team to do that with, um, especially with their offense. Um, minus two and a half. Um, I will take that um, in a heartbeat. So give me the uh, the Bucks here and Old Man Tommy to uh, cover this line two and a half. Yeah, the Seahawks have been good to me this year, but I I got a feeling that in the international game. Tom Brady, the sport's biggest icon. I just, I feel like the the NFL got the hand on the switch on this one. I think, I think, yeah, I think, I think Brady. I agree with you, Corey. I like the Bucks here. All right. Well, moving on to the next game, we got the Lions going to play the the Chicago Bears uh, in Chicago. Can we just spend the rest of the time talking about how good Justin Fields is? I've been waiting all week. Justin (laughs) Fields. We got a guy. Let's go. We got a guy. So so I just just want, just so if he takes somehow the rest of the year, we have it on record. We have how many, how uh, out of all of you, all, all three of you in on Justin Fields? Yeah. I think all you need out of Justin Fields is showing some signs of hope. No, but are you in on thinking he's a good quarterback? I was yeah, never yeah, out I think, on that. I, I think know that you were. I know you were holding, it, but you you weren't completely out. But you were starting to like. It wasn't you, the start of the season was not looking good, and then whatever they, they let him, did, they let him play his game. They Nick, finally Nick, let him run. Nick, you were out on fields. I have the text to prove it. You're back <laughs> in, which is fine. You can be you know back. What? You got to be able to. You got to be able to pivot. Games get played week okay. over week. 
His last Great. three weeks, he's put together complete performances against the Dolphins, the Cowboys. Uh, help me out here, Alex. Cowboys. Against the, the Cowboys, one of the best defenses in the NFL, and he absolutely crushed it. DFS player, amazing. Got me in the Millie Maker for two lines last week. In the money. So, yeah, he, we're in the money with Jay Fields, baby. Yes, sir. Okay, all right. I just want to make sure it's on record. Corey, I did, we have to get your take. Are you in on Justin Fields, out, or you still don't know? If they keep allowing him to do what they're doing, they open up the playbook for him to like actually be an athlete, which is he's a very good athlete. I think it builds his confidence and moving forward. I, I like what he's doing. Yes. Okay. Well, I will say they need to get a better third down play besides like a play action, like slant route. It's they all did it's, like eight times. It's all a work <laughs> in progress, but yeah, like yeah. you were saying, Nick, like the, the trend line and the trajectory yeah. of this season has, has given lots of bears fans hope. And that's right, something well, we have not had in a long time. So Nick and Alex, you can just say your pick at, at the same time then, because I have a feeling I know what it is. I love the over. Oh, over okay. 48 and yeah, a half. That was going yeah. over too. Two of two of the worst defenses in the league. The Lions are actually, I think, I don't know the exact stat, but I think it was over like the last 50 years statistically the worst defense ever. <laughs> like 726 out of 726 or something like that. Um Bears have put up three straight weeks of 30 plus points, 200 plus rushing yards. Um, and we're getting on the other side, Amon Ra and DeAndre Swift healthier by the week. Um, feed me the points again. I mean, I'm going back to the well. Like I said at the top of the show, Dolphins, Bears covered that basically at half. I don't see why this couldn't be the same way. All right. And Nick, you said it was the same thing. Yeah, I like the over, too. I think uh, Bears starting to have a good offense, we know, kind of two lackluster defenses, so no-brainer. All right. Let's ride, baby. Well, Big on... guy. <laughs> okay, glad, glad we have it on record. Um, we have the Jaguars going to play the Chiefs in Kansas City. Uh, the spread's nine and a half in favor of the Chiefs. Corey, what do you got? Yeah. So I got burned last week by the Chiefs. Um, I I don't know really what happened within that and the game. Jaguars. Okay, the Jaguars were playing arguably one of the worst teams. So you took um, the Raiders. So I'm just saying you got. I, I did take the Raiders, and the Raiders were up 17 points. So I was on the right side until the Raiders just decided not to play football again for the third straight time. Um, but uh, yeah, I. So with that being said, the Chiefs burning me at minus uh fourteen or thirteen last week or whatever it was. Now another big spread nine and a half. Um, I still think they absolutely destroy the Jaguars because the Jaguars are not a good team. They perform well against bad teams. Against good teams, they do not show up. Um, I'm actually going to take the. They played yet. close in every game. I remember I, that was a point I made. Like they haven't played any game closer than eight points. Okay, that they still perform badly against good teams they just somehow keep it close or whatever it might be i, I don't care you like you gotta win games and there's still like one in six ats but I, i'm gonna take the under here at 50 and a half i think the chiefs probably put up 30 and i think the jaguars maybe put up 10 maybe i mean i just i don't honestly i just don't see it with the jaguars so i i'll keep beating this drum i mean they, they are getting better like week in and week out 
but they're still a bad football team, if that makes sense, if you want to try to, uh, you know, dissect that. But, I, yeah, I just like the under here at 15 and a half. I, I think Mahomes just absolutely rips apart this defense, but um, the Chiefs just don't have enough firepower on their offense to score points. All right. Next game, we have Vikings going to play the Bills. Now, we did post, we we several of us, I don't know if Corey – it's just not one of your picks or you're still not confident, but Alex, Nick, and myself, we posted this already to our Instagram page, fantasy football formula saying to grab the Vikings at plus six because Josh Allen, there's a good chance with that UCL injury that he's out for two to four weeks. And so I, we're all on that side, right? Like we're all taking Vikings plus six. Yeah. Yes. And I'm not like, a Chase Keenum guy. Yeah. No. No, I, I think that um, I think this line opened at like eight, eight and a half. I even yeah, saw very yeah. briefly on Sunday when these games ended. Um, but uh, yeah, it, I mean, with the chance that we get Case Keenum, I just don't see. I don't even I mean, even without. Right. I mean, say Josh Allen is playing. I actually still like the Vikings. Really? We saw Hawkinson first game he had, I think he played 90% of the game at like seven targets, I think. So yeah, I love that pickup. I think he's going to be a huge centerpiece of that offense. And if they're, and if teams are going to try and cover two, just Justin Jefferson over the top, Hawkinson is going to eat with Thielen as your third wide receiver. Now um, absolutely love that for that offense. And uh, you're going to have Dalvin cook to deal with. So I love the different, levels of attack that they have and they can play with they're uh, my second favorite team in the nfc right now um i don't think they could be stopped so plus we saw kirk cousins dancing with a shirt off on a plane with like a big ass chain kirk that was Thuggins. pretty funny i feel like he's been doing kirk that Thuggins. every week i, I feel like i that. see that I same video that. every week kirk thuggins let's go <laughs> <laughs> yeah we're, the vikings i think are the the play especially i mean i don't know where this line would go if Allen's out but yeah, it's just that it seems like the right side here. Fallon plays, he's playing banged up. So I, I will say that I, kind I, of go ahead. Oh, sorry, go, go out. The only thing that kind of scares me about it is he did unleash like a 70 yard dot to Gabe Davis after that hit on his elbow. But some of sometimes that stuff can really start to aggravate, like yeah. after the game. And he's and he had surgery on it a couple of years ago. Um, like the same type of thing. So I don't know. Yeah. Well, I, I will, I will say, um, I mean, I, I like the Vikings earlier, earlier this year and they keep rolling. Um, the one thing that scares me, I think everyone and their mother, I mean, is you should be, should be on the Vikings, especially if Josh Allen's out, mm-hmm. but like if this well, the, movie- the, the, the difference is people aren't going to, people would then wait once, let's say tomorrow it comes out, Josh Allen's out case Keenum starts this line drastically moves. That's when everyone's going to be like, Oh, that's when you should probably be betting bills because everyone's going to be on the Viking side. Whereas we're getting the early line on the Vikings before that news comes out. Yeah. I, I, again, I, the bills still have a pretty, I mean, I mean, obviously Josh Allen is the centerpiece of that team, but I mean, they still have a very good defense that yeah, could, they could still could win carry them. I mean, yeah. you never know with Kirk cousins. He's, he is a wild card. I mean, if, it, this is one of those things where sometimes I think this is, could be a smart thing this week. If you just don't even want to risk like losing what you do is you just take Vikings plus six or whatever. Now 
wait for that news to come out and then you just take whatever the bill spread moves to let's say it moves to like bills minus one then you get both sides and it's just a free roll and if it middles it then you win both You're a genius <laughs> so you, you just have a free roll yeah. so I, I think that could be a way to play the, this game as well yeah love that yeah um so next we have the Saints going into Pittsburgh to play the Steelers. Saints are favored by three because the Steelers suck. Uh, <laughs> all right, uh, Nick, we'll start with you. Yeah, I know we got one game in Germany this week, and uh, they should probably pl- play this one in like Nebraska. I call it the old Dust Bowl. <laughs> okay, I'm going the under. These teams suck. <laughs> <laughs> Under That's my analysis. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to roll Steelers plus three here. Um, love Mike Tomlin off of a bye week as a home dog. Um, he's 14, two and one ATS uh, as a home dog past week five and 13 and four straight up. There's a chance we also see TJ Watt back. And obviously that's a huge difference maker. Neither of these teams have looked great, but um, I do like the Steelers coming off of the bye, getting a little extra time for Pickett there. And the Saints looked like dog shit against the Ravens on Monday night, so they've also got a short week. And, um, yeah, just not liking what I'm seeing out of New Orleans right now. PB, can we get an update on, like, Jameis Winston? Why I, I don't know what – they he's been injured, and then – he was like the he was active, but he's just like the emergency quarterback. If like Dalton went down, like if he got really hurt or something, yeah. Like no one this else. This past go. week, they just went straight up with Dalton over Winston after they blew the Raiders out. So like, I get that to some degree, but we'll see what they do this week. Who knows if they go back to Dalton after that performance? I'm just gonna lose all faith in like what we're doing in the office there because I, I he had another horrific performance several weeks ago and i just can't imagine you continually like we've we know what dalton is and he's getting older he's only getting worse stop using him like i, I don't use Taysom. just please don't use dalton and they then i think they'll use Taysom more this game they didn't use him enough against the ravens he had that um, one run where he just leveled um was it kyle hamilton or was it no? Yeah, I don't know. They need he didn't he was not involved much at all. I was actually was very it? surprised. But well, also you need to figure out your supposedly really good offensive line because the I mean every single time Dalton that's just the Ravens. Field, no, that I mean defense it, is insane. It, they haven't been insane like this entire year. Like they got they, they just found, got like, Roquan. That's why it looks it, different. They just got Roquan, but they were getting pressure with four guys. And then anytime they blitzed, it looked like the Saints offense line had no idea how to like shift or like actually block people. It was like, it's the same thing. It's like, if you can't tell a quarterback, like, Hey, like you sucked. No, Dalton sucks. I, I, okay. I understand that. But like a couple weeks ago, he threw like 450 yards against the Cardinals. Like, I understand that was like in comeback mode, but like when a quarterback has time, like they can make progressions and actually, you know, you can see. I mean, I'm not saying Dalton is great. Like your quarterback situation there is not good anyway. So yeah, I mean, maybe you, you could just, get a good quarterback in the second round because you don't you just, have a first round pick this year. I'm but. just saying they just need to figure out the offensive line. Yeah, Winston will be all right. Um, but yeah, that's those are the two picks you guys have from this game. Um, next game we got the Bronco. This is I have two picks from this game. One of them is my lock, but I got the Broncos playing. 
with the Broncos going in by in the, the Titans. Broncos coming off of a bye week. Titans are favored by three. Uh, so we'll first start with not my lock. So it's the uh, over 38 and a half. That, that line just seems way, way too low. Like coming off of this buy, I think this is like, they paid this guy so much money. They're going to start using him. I think a lot more just throwing the ball. It's just gonna let him air it out. I think. And that like, I don't know why they wouldn't do that. Um, they have the weapons and Sutton and Judy, Think this I game, like the Chase Edmonds pick too. Yeah, well, I, I, I just, I think the Broncos are going to put up like thirty alone on the Titans. Um, I, the, this Titans team, this especially their pass defense is just absolutely horrific. The um, same defense that held Patrick Mahomes to how many points? Twenty. Oh, okay. In overtime. Continue. All right. <laughs> um. Yeah. They're, they're, it they're, looks pretty good. No, Jeffrey Simmons is a beast. They're a bad defense. Um, so, yeah, uh, I'm going to take the over 38 and a half. And then my lock of the week is Broncos plus three. Kind of the same reasoning I had for the over. I think coming off of a buy, Russell Wilson and this team, they paid him an astronomical amount of money. They're not going to just do this stupid run, run the ball. Melvin Gordon and Latavius Murray, they're going to let Russ Cook – uh Broncos are gonna get this done. I actually don't mind the money line. We're switching it. Broncos money line. We don't even need the points. Get the better odds. My lock of the week is Broncos money line. They're gonna absolutely smoke the Titans. Yeah, I, I like I like it. And I almost took it again. Uh Broncos were kind to of me two weeks ago and I and I thought about jumping on them again. Um, but yeah, dude, the the over the 38 and a half, I mean. Is that no line? points? Is, that is, is that, so little points. I know. Yeah. Is that is that like because they think Malik Willis is still gonna be playing? Like, is that? Uh, I, I think Malik. I don't care who's the quarterback for the Titans. I think the the Titans. They're like, yeah, they'll probably like Derrick Henry could get a, a touchdown. I do think if they keep doing Malik Will going with Malik Willis, they're gonna design so many more runs every week for him. That's how they should use him. Like, well, yeah, that's he his, can't pass. He had some pretty nice looking ball. If you actually watch the games, he had some nice passes that just were dropped. Um, yeah, he's he got a, he's got a lot of time. He, he's yeah. he's very very he's unpolished. Yeah, yeah, very raw. But if they he's not what he's not raw is in the running game, and he can just fly by people. Uh, and if they just if they had like fifteen designed runs for him here, um, that's how they score points. But I think again the Broncos are going to have a very pass-heavy game plan here and, and wreck them. Um, all right. Uh, next, we have the Colts, the Dusty Colts, um, going to play the Dusty Raiders. This might be the Dust Bowl. Talk about the Saints-Steelers. This this could, this could is probably the Dust Bowl of the week. Um, yeah, so Raiders are favored by six and a half in Vegas. Uh, we'll start with Corey here. No, so okay, we'll, we'll start with me. Um, yeah, I mean, we are a trend setting team over here in Indy. Um, we like to hire people with no experience in coaching except for high school, which he did have a positive record. I think he was like 20 and 18 as a high school head coach. So, um, Jeff Saturday, the move is very weird. 
Um, yeah. Everyone in their mother. Be for Frank Reich. No, absolutely not. Like if, if you actually sat down and watched Colts games over this past, like, you know, eight games or no, go back into last year, like 12 games. The the Colts just never looked ready to play games. It was evident last year when they lost to the Raiders at home, lost to Jaguars who were trying to lose. Um, he just couldn't get teams ready. And, um, you know, he had a good record. But again, he played the Texans and the Jaguars two times for five years. I mean, of course, your record's going to look inflated when you have that. Um, but, you know, there are a couple things that go into betting games and – one of those is a death of someone on your team. Uh, that could be, you know, a coach's wife, a coach's grandmother, anything like that. You automatically bet that team. Um, you know, a coaching change, automatically bet the team with a coaching change. Interim head coaches come in. Players are like, well, we should probably start playing better because, you know, we're trying to win for, you know, our family and our jobs. Um, so I am taking the Colts here uh, plus six and a half. Um, I'm sure that line will keep moving. Um, and I'll keep taking it when it, you know, keeps going up. Um, as Jeff Saturday tweeted out like a week ago, the Raiders suck. Um, not saying we, you know, not saying we're much better. Um, I don't, has he been, has he looked at the Colts play? Yeah. I, yeah. He said we suck too. Um, but <laughs> there you go. He, he publicly didn't tweet that out. So I'm taking the Colts here plus six and a half. We oh, hey, we ain't raising that white flag quite yet, baby. We Corey, how many times have you taken the Colts or like a, a I, Colts I am, player in DFS and it's just burned you every I, time? I, I think I've taken the Colts. This will be my third time taking them, and I'm two and one with them before. So we'll make it three and one. Um, this is Josh McDaniel's job. He'll probably be fired next week when you lose to Jeff Saturday. That's true. And he would deserve it because well, go ahead. Because I, I have a feel like Alex speaks some speak some sense into this man yeah so uh colts raiders this one's gonna be ugly um the under 42 and a half is my lock of the week both of these teams are in absolute shambles i know the colts have been in the upper quartile of the upper quartile for the last 20 years but it ain't this year i mean chef saturday dude (laughs) Come on, come on, man! He I mean, has at a certain to have point, blackmail on the owner. Like, there's no way this guy gets the job without like some insane backstory. He's happening. like Frank He's Wright couldn't like couldn't get the Colts ready for games, but Jeff Saturday is gonna gonna get them ready for games. He has to have blackmailed the like the owner of the Colts. There's that's the only possibility. On no, the they're team. just buddies. They're like best friends. He's like in the inner circle. Yeah, exactly. He's got the dirt. Corey. But I mean, come on. Peyton Manning said it best. Uh, I think we've probably all seen this clip today, but he said, hey, Jeff, quit calling the fucking plays um, when he was playing calling plays as the center of the Colts. Um, They also, the Colts don't have a guy on their staff who has called a single play. The the Colts, I I, I legit think at this point of where the Colts are, they legit may be the worst team in the NFL. Like they might be have the number one overall pick, which is good for the Colts. That's what I said the Colts should have done at the beginning of the year, and they didn't intend to do it. But maybe at this point, when you hire Jeff Saturday, that is what they're now trying to do. Like Taylor, I could see being shut down for the rest of the year. It's possible with his injury. Like this team, like Ellinger is the worst starting quarterback in the NFL right now. 
you, you have to think Jeff Saturday is the worst coach in the NFL and probably the worst offensive. Like, this team's in shambles. I just, First like, of all, hang on, hang on. Experience. Before we both you go, you guys absolutely just ruined Alex's lock of the week. Like, good for you guys. You guys just <laughs> destroyed whatever great gift he was going to make, and you guys just absolutely trashed it. So, well, no, he had, he had finished. No, he couldn't finish because you you two jaggling sound jumped in and just kept talking. Oh no, no. I, I swear there was an ending point there. No, but no, there wasn't. Well, Nick I'll jumped go. in first and you jumped on top of it. Oh, so, okay. Well, that's what I I heard Nick talk. Well, yeah. Well, anytime Nick talks, you should, you know, run the other way because you know, you guys are all both of you down there on my screen. Like, come on. Can like, we do like a community Raiders minus six and a half? Just like I, I hey, PB, I will I will take. I'll take the Colts here. We'll do it. We'll do another one. All right. Like another just me and you. Yeah, we'll do it. How much? We'll do 50. All right. All right. This is, uh, hey, like like you said, you know, it can't get any worse. And no, well, I mean, for, we'll, we'll mean? move on here. We'll move on here in literally just one minute because I didn't get a chance to continue after. My whole thing about evaluating quarterbacks, it has to be, you have to give someone an opportunity to be able to shine and like, and if they can't like succeed behind something, then yes, they are terrible. But what does it have to do with this pick? You're, you, they, no, they don't I'm have a good offensive saying, line. I'm, I'm what? We have a terrible offensive line. Yeah. We, so that's we have my the highest point. offensive line. You're, okay. But, but that's my point. You're still making this pick knowing like, you're like, well, they need time to see if they're a good quarterback. I'm well, going to tell you, I'm going to tell you right now, Colts are going to win this game and it's, I'm going to be laughing to the bank. Uh, the on. Raiders are just absolutely demolished. We, ha we have an incredible defense, by the way. So let that, I mean, Jesus. The under. Unders play. Move <laughs> under, on. Unders probably it. Yeah, the Raiders are smoking them. Man, I should um, take it. I should pick the, the Steelers just so I could talk shit too. You could have. I mean, I I didn't even I didn't take this, but you wanted me to take it against you. Um. Okay. We got the. Maybe we can all kumbaya with this next pick, but I don't know if we're all going to be on the same side here. Um. Cowboys going to play the Packers. I told you not to bet the Packers. Did I not tell you guys to not bet the Packers? You did. Who bet the Packers last? Week? I did. I I've done yeah. it three weeks in a row. Uh -oh. <laughs> I told you guys. <laughs> Don't do well, it. Well, maybe Corey, are we? Are we? Are you going back to the well with me? Because I, I haven't bet the Packers and I didn't bet them last week. But this is it. the game you're taking the Packers. Don't yeah, do it. I am. Right, wait, they so it's first, is am I on my island? Sean Gary, am I on my own island here, or are you two on? Yeah, you're you're definitely on Packer Island by yourself, Corey. Uh, I'm on the total. Oh, okay, so. Who you go first then with the total? Uh, I'm going to take the over here, um, over 43. Uh, I think both these teams, you know, especially with the Steelers, they actually have a successful offense right now. And with the Packers defense looking kind of, I mean, it's been okay, but they, like Nick just said, they just lost Gary to a torn ACL. Um, that hurts, um, you know, and the trends in this game, you know, 14 of the last 20, have gone over between the Packers and uh, the Packers and the Cowboys. I honestly think I you have to you have to believe that Aaron Rodgers is probably the most pissed off person 
in the entire NFL right now, maybe behind Tom Brady, but Tom Brady just got to win. I mean, he might be more pissed off about this than he is about people trashing his name before, you know, being immunized and for last year and like him being thrown under the bus. They have to score points. Like you can't score points against the Lions. I understand this is the Dallas defense, and like we're talking about, oh, Super Bowl Dallas Cowboys. Like, I, I, I think this is a get right for the offense. I don't know who wins. I'm, I'm not taking the Packers again because, like I said, they've burned me the last three weeks. But I will be safe. And I will take the over forty three. Uh, Nick. Yeah. I'll just say that I have zero sympathy for Aaron Rodgers. Okay. He had his out and he decided to go back to a team that doesn't prioritize offensive playmakers. So I have no sympathy for him. He's going to continue getting crushed. Uh, this Cowboys team's coming back together. Dak healthy for a couple weeks now. Um, they're looking good. So I don't think they're going to, you know, falter against the Packers team who has a like their glimmers of hope, Rashawn Gary, great defender. And Romeo Dubes has provided a, a little bit of relief to Rodgers, both of which are not there anymore for the next couple weeks. I mean, Gary's done for the year. So, um, yeah, I, I really like what the Cowboys are doing using Tony Pollard more. Um, so, for that reason, I, I, I just have to go with the uh, – Cowboys here, minus five. Yeah, so I'm on the Packers side uh, in this game. You're going to regret it. Uh, maybe. But th- this is the time of the year when, like, playing in, like, Lambeau Field starts to – it gets a bit frigid, especially when you're from Dallas and you're playing in a dome all the time. Um, and, and this is, like, the time of the year. Like, we see it time and time again. I'm – I do think Rodgers is no longer elite. Like, I don't think he's, like, completely washed, but I do not think he's elite. I think he's, like, an average to above-average quarterback. But in Lambeau Field, against this Cowboys uh, a team, I just think the Packers at plus five in Lambeau. Like, we rarely get that opportunity. Um, I know the Cowboys are coming off a of bye, but, like, I think I don't think Mike McCarthy is like a good coach by any means. And Zeke's coming back, which is only good for the the Packers. Um oh man. I, I just think that the that Rogers can put put it together here when everyone's counting them out and uh get it done. I think a lot of people are gonna be on the Cowboys this week. Oh yeah. The no everyone else. <laughs> the large majority of the public will bet the Cowboys. Yeah, and like the line's still at five, like I mean, it's rare you are in the on the against the public betting the Packers at home, and at plus five. Usually, you're betting the publics on the Packers when they're like minus eleven against the team. Like this is just a a really good spot for the Packers. It's probably going to be a sweat, um, but yeah, I'm. The I Packers, feel like the D-line, I think the Packers could win this. I feel like the D line to O line discrepancy between the Cowboys D line and the Packers O line is just going to destroy the Packers in this like Rodgers is going to have no time and no one to throw to Ooh, I, I just think this is one of those games where we see like Trevon Diggs where everyone raves about the guy but we know he's not that great of a cornerback he just is a playmaker and will make big plays but then he gives up massive plays and I think we we see a little bit, bit of that in this game 
My, the other thing is you can kiss goodbye the OBJ talks to Green Bay. Yeah, so, I, he's probably going to go to the Cowboys or something. Cowboys I mean, Bills. He can yeah. keep waiting and waiting and waiting until December. He's going to the Cowboys for sure. Yeah, that's where I would, makes that's sense. Where I would guess. I think the Bills, but the Cowboys Dolphins? definitely make sense too. I, yeah. The I, Dolphins? Well, oh gosh. Either way, yeah. So we, we we're kind of across the board in that game, but. Nick, good luck. Uh, yep. Uh, all right. Last game, we have the Chargers going to play the 49ers. Are both these teams coming off buys? No, the Chargers. No, no, the Chargers the just played. The 49ers are coming. Field goal. Just, That's right. That was a wild ending to that game. Yeah, that really was. Chargers going to play the 49ers coming off the bye. Uh, we'll start with Alex. Yeah, 49ers coming off a bye, like you said, um, getting a bit healthier. Debo has been practicing early in the week here. Um, I got 49ers minus seven at home uh, against a really banged up Chargers team who I don't think will for sure not have Mike Williams and Keenan Allen. I I don't think plays either. We'll, we'll see. But that hamstring is clearly a bigger issue than I thought at least um, a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, I man, I really this Chargers team. I feel so bad for them because they like there's there's always something with injuries. Like last year is the defensive side every year. I think it's every. I, it's just I, I mean they just can't get over it. Um, but you know, for that being said, I I do like the Chargers here. Um, the minus seven, but again, I'm gonna be I'm playing it safe this week. Um, I like the over here at forty five and a half. I know. The uh, 49ers are definitely healthier on defense and, you know, they are getting players back and the chargers are kind of limping into this game with no offensive weapons on the outside for Herbert. But, uh, you know, the 49ers have a lot of offensive weapons. Now you got McCaffrey there. He's been there for three weeks now and off a of bye. He's had time to, you know, come into the offense. You got George Kittle Debo should maybe be back this game. A lot of offensive firepower on that side. Um, and I just think that this is a, a close game. I, I, I really do. Um, I think it's going to be a high scoring game. Um, you know, the, the last time, I mean, the last uh, 14 or 10 of the last 14 games for the Chargers have gone over. Uh, San Francisco is a little bit different on that side. Uh, you know, they've gone 12 out of the last 16 have gone under for them. So something has to go to, I mean, something's going to give there. I mean, so I, I'm, I'm going to take the over here. I lean Chargers. Uh, if this game was being played in SoFi, I more. I mean, I guess it really doesn't matter at that point because that that's they don't have home games. That <laughs> team doesn't have home games. Um, but yeah, so just give me give me the over here. I, I want to see a great Sunday night football, a lot of points scored. All right. Well, that'll do it for this week's episode. Uh, we'll be back tomorrow breaking down the DFS slate. Uh, but thank you guys for watching, and we'll see you tomorrow.